This episode contains bad language. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another Notes on Nonsense, the weekly episodes with me, Meredith Atwood, where I tell you what may be bullshit. (laughs) This week's episode is Subtitles Are Bullshit. So these episodes come out of the idea of my new book, The Year of No Nonsense. Now, this episode, Subtitles Are Bullshit, comes from the idea about the subtitle of my book. So... (laughs) Let's talk about this for a second. Subtitles are pretty much the bane of my existence in writing books because it's really hard to come up with a catchy subtitle that sort of encompasses what the book is about. My first book, Triathlon for the Every Woman, the subtitle is You Can Be a Triathlete. Yes, you. And that's not super like great grammar. And it was kind of funny and but it was fine. And so when the second edition came out, my editor was like, we need a new subtitle. And I thought, why? (laughs) The first one is fine. And we ended up keeping it just exactly as it is. But the funny thing about that is there was an admission that like the subtitle could probably use some changing, but we just couldn't come up with anything better because that is the spirit of the book. You can be a triathlete. Yes, you. So we kept it. Now, fast forward about six months to the year of no nonsense. We were trying to figure out what this book is about as far as subtitle goes, right? And my editor was like, well, it's kind of how to get rid of the bullshit in your life. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it is. But I really don't want a curse word in my title. And we just kept going back and forth. We were like, BS. And we settled on how a little less bullshit can change your life. Well, fast forward a little bit further. That's all fine and dandy and funny. And we realized that we have some hurdles around the word bullshit as is, even if you put an asterisk on the I. And I was pretty much over it at this point anyway. And so this is the 11th hour. We're 11 weeks out from the publication of the book. And the subtitle has changed. Dun, dun, dun. And it's a good thing. The new subtitle is how to get over yourself and on with your life. I think it's actually perfect now that I think about it. This episode, Subtitles Are Bullshit, is inspired, in fact, by the recent revelation, but I am super happy with the subtitle of this book. I think it describes more about what the book is about, Um, but I'm enjoying the bullshit episodes of this podcast that I see absolutely positively no reason not to continue exactly in this direction. So let's get on with the show for today. Subtitles are bullshit is still the topic because I want to ask you a question. What subtitles are you applying to yourself and your life in this moment? And what I mean is, for example, is the title of your life, I have a great life, but... And then you fill in the blank with something else. What are the things you are saying to yourself? I have a pretty face, but... Or perhaps more in the example of a subtitle would be like, my name is Meredith is the title of the book. And the subtitle is, I have, you know, a lot of issues. (laughs) Or I am never this. I am always this. What subtitles are you saying about yourself and are you saying about your life? In the Year of No Nonsense, I have a whole section about the importance of names and numbers in our lives. Naming is a fundamental importance in our life and in our psyche and in our success and in our failures and in our perceived failures. So what I mean by names and numbers is the names we're given as a kid, as an adult, nicknames, pet names, 
can we not say pet names? That's like the worst word ever. But the things that people call us have direct impact on our actions, our confidence, our self-worth, the things we think about ourselves. Even if the names are funny, even if the names are fitting, I guess we could say. But the question is, what names, what subtitles are you allowing to be present in your life? When I was a little kid, my dad called me Bear. (laughs) And I think it was, I mean, he always said it was because I got really brown in the summer um, by the pool and he would call me Brown Bear. I think it was probably because I was a fat little cub. And, but I always liked that nickname. Um, my weightlifting teammates picked it up because at a weightlifting event, my dad screamed, let's go bear. And, um, they thought that was the funniest shit they'd ever heard. And so they, you know, I just became mayor after that. And then, um, which was fine because I liked it. I liked being called bear because bears are strong animals. They're, they're, you know, powerful and they're also protective and they like to eat out of garbage cans, (laughs) which is also part of my life, as you'll find out in the book. Um, But having a nickname that I felt gave me power and suited me was, was cool. I dug it, you know, but I have to ask what other nicknames did I get throughout the years that I wasn't so fond of? I mean, I can think of a few, Um, but let's like go so far as to say like, you know, when you have a relationship or you're in a fight, like, do you have a partner that calls you a name? Like, even if it's something like bitch, what does that do to you? You know, what is that name that you're, first of all, like that's hard, right? I mean, when you're fighting and you've got name callers and you're a name caller, that's like so destructive. It's incredibly destructive and we don't even realize we're doing it. Sometimes it depends on how we grew up, right? But think about the names that you're being called or the names you're calling other people because those have an impact, especially if we take the name and absorb it. You know, someone somewhere along the way called us fat, somewhere someone called us a bitch, and we're just like, well, I'm always a bitch. I'm a fat bitch. (laughs) You know, you just put it together and you swallow it and it becomes a part of who you are. Naming is critical for moving forward with our goals and the things that we want. If we have these names that are holding us back, it matters. And so this is part of like, what is the subtitle of your life? What are you saying after you say your real name? Is there a caveat? Is there a yes, but is there a subtitle to your life? So my challenge for you is to think about what things are you saying about yourself? What things are you saying about your life? in the subtitle. Maybe the title's super great, but you're having trouble with your subtitle. You're having trouble because it sucks. (laughs) Your subtitle sucks and it's not what you want and it's not what your entire book is about. You want something different. And in order to make changes, it starts with the words that we say and the words in our heads, the thoughts we have. So if you want to change the trajectory of your life, you've got to get a different subtitle. You've got to pick a different name. You've got to start with the words that replay in your head over and over again. So if you wake up and you think, today I am disgusting, that is going to be the title of your day. That is going to be the low rumbling, boiling thing that's going on in the background. When you think those things about yourself... Or if, God forbid, other people are there to like pick up the flag and carry that stuff for you, 
then you have a real challenge. You have a real challenge to change things when you are faced with words that are causing you grief and you may not even know you're doing it. So the first step of figuring out what the subtitle of your life is, is to listen. Um, I did a group with Deb Cheslow several years ago called Your Brave Mind. She's awesome. You can check her out on social media, but she's a performance coach and and mindset coach. And it was called our little... um, seminar was called Taming the Bully in Your Brain. And one of the things that Deb points out, and I think she's episode 22 of this podcast, I want to say. Uh, So way back, I interviewed her, but that's a good episode. But one of the things that she says is you have to start listening first. You have to hear the voice. You have to hear the words that you're saying to yourself. And it's not like we want to hear that. (laughs) You know, when you're, when you don't want to hear mean things and when they're about yourself, it's even harder. One of the things that I learned from working with Deb in our little seminar was the fact that I would walk toward the mirrors in the gym in the morning as I was going to do my run or whatever. I would be, I would have to walk toward this set of mirrors. And the whole time I was walking toward these mirrors, I was ragging on myself. I was saying mean shit about my body. I was saying mean stuff about myself the whole walk in before I then go get on a treadmill to run and jiggle. Okay. (laughs) And I didn't even realize I was doing this until we did the seminar. And so part of getting rid of your subtitle, changing the names and the words you say in your head is to actually hear them. And so one of the things that Deb mentioned was to listen to the voices. (laughs) And you might have other voices too that you find out, but to really stop for a minute and listen to what you're saying to yourself just for a day, for a day or two, maybe it takes longer, but you might not even realize this is what I call the shit show autopilot. You might have your thoughts on shit show autopilot and you're saying these things over and over and over again, and you don't even realize it. One of the major themes in the year of no nonsense is to see, to see what is true around you. And in order to see what is true around you, you probably also have to hear what is true inside your head to listen to understand what is going on on your shit show autopilot because it's starting if you if you've got stuff you're doing these habits that you don't want to be doing these things you don't want to be saying if you've got that in your life if there's some sort of action that is happening that you don't like chances are it's starting i mean i don't even think chances i think 100% if you're doing stuff you don't like it's because you're on shit show autopilot and that shit show autopilot is because of things you're saying to yourself in your head over and over and over again on repeat. And I bet you, you don't even know you're doing it. So the challenge for this week, identify what you're saying to yourself. What are the things you're saying when it's quiet? What are the things you're saying when you're doing something while you're working out? Are you saying, oh my God, you're disgusting oh my God, your thighs, oh my gosh, your belly, oh my gosh, you, 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 you are awful. What are you saying to yourself? Hear that voice. It will be disturbing for a lot of us. You will not believe the mean things you're saying to yourself on a consistent, consistent basis on shit show autopilot. So once you realize what you're saying to yourself, then it's time to figure out what your subtitle, what your names, what these things need to be. And I don't mean by anyone's standards. I mean, how do you change these words that are going on in your head to help 
better yourself, to make you do the actions that prove that you are the person you want to be. That's all it is. It's getting off the shit show autopilot and learning to make progress exactly as you want. You have a vision for yourself. Whether or not you've given up on it or not, there is a part deep inside of you that has a very clear picture of the person you want to be in five or 10 years or in a year. You know who that person is. You know what that person does from a place of integrity, from a place of fitness, from a place of health, happiness, success. You know what that person looks like. And the things you're saying about yourself in the meantime directly impact if that person is a dream or if that person is in fact who you are going to be, who you already are, but you just haven't quite stepped into. So changing the subtitle of your book (laughs) is not a big deal, but it is a big deal. It's a huge deal. Changing what you say about yourself directly impacts the results you're going to get in the future. But in order to get to the future, which all of us either live in the past, present, or future, a lot of us are stuck in the past, a lot of us are stuck in the future. And by being stuck in the future, I mean I'll get to it someday, someday I will do this, I hope, I wish, someday soon. If you're stuck in the past, it's I always did, I'm a piece of shit, this is the evidence of why I don't try anything new. So the past is crippling, the future is crippling, we need to live in the present with a good freaking subtitle that tells us where we're going so we have a guide. So again, challenge for you, listen to the voices in your head, tell Bob hello for me if you've got one named Bob, and keep going Keep listening and then decide what you want to hear inside of your head. If we're someone who's been really hard on ourselves, changing it to something positive is an epic feat, but you can do it. I promise you the things that you say to yourself directly impact what you will become. For the years when I said I was disgusting, I lived that life. I did things that enforced those words. I did things to prove that truth to myself. Once I started saying different things to myself, then I, my behaviors, my actions, my patterns mirrored the things I wanted to say. They mirrored the subtitle of my life. And this may sound silly, but I'll tell you what my subtitle is. One of my subtitles is, my name is Meredith Atwood. I am a successful best-selling author and I am fit and hot. <laughs> I started those subtitles about two years ago before I had two book deals and before I started really nailing my nutrition and working on my habits and uncovering my trauma. It's interesting though, because those subtitles allowed me to step into the habits and the actions that began to prove there was evidence of those subtitles. Now, fit and hot, (laughs) I don't know, but I'm definitely fitter and hotter than I was in the years when I said, you're disgusting. It's not that you are noting the truth by saying you're disgusting. You are enforcing the the way that that is going to appear in your future. You are predicting the future by saying, now you are disgusting. Change that, change your inner voice, change your subtitle, and watch what can happen. Have a great day, guys. Until next time.